Welcome back to DC Cinematic Minute, the daily podcast where we analyze Dawn of Justice by each individual minute. My name's Nathan. You can find me on all social media at NoClutchNate. And I'm Mark. You can find me on all social media at Mark Meadows. And I'm Lance. I'm the producer and host over at The Night Nerd. You can find me anywhere out there. Just look for The Night Nerd. Look, look for it. it find it. it. Keep it. Put it in your pocket for a rainy day. And you'll be good. <laughs> Today, Today, we're, we're talking about, about minute number 47 of Dawn of Justice. Justice. The minute's going to start out with a, uh, a pretty, 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 good reference, good shot of the bat suit. And uh, the minute's going to end with uh, Bruce Wayne pulling up to a red carpet event. Fancy, fancy. Yeah. It's the, you know, it's the, the event that, with the, the gala. The gala. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Gotta love your galas. Mm-hmm. Now, this Never is a no great way. minute. I, I really, uh, this is probably arguably my favorite minute of the movie, maybe. Is it because of the bat butt? I mean, that helps it a lot. You know, any yeah. the more we see of Ben Affleck, <laughs> the the better, always. Yeah. But now there's I'm, just I'm, so I'm, much portrayed in this minute with practically no dialogue. You know, you get the paparazzi people at the end yelling Bruce, Bruce, mm-hmm. but for all practical purposes, there's no dialogue in this scene, and that's yeah. amazing. For sure. Yeah, I, I wouldn't count that as like actual dialogue. It's just like people in the background. Oh yeah, yeah it's it's just chatter. Totally like uh, just a one of those minutes that even though there's no dialogue being said, there's still so much information. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, it's not just information of like, oh, let's show you this, let's show you that, and like create Easter eggs. It's also what's going on with Bruce as a character, like in his head. I feel like, and so there's still so much to get out of this minute. So yeah, it is like, um, would you say like this is the, your favorite Batman moment in the entire film, or just like in the whole movie? Like this is the minute that like you think is the best. I mean the the fight scene that is very reminiscent of the Arkham series games is really cool. That's mm-hmm. that's probably the coolest Batman minute. At but, the end, yeah, at the end, yeah, no doubt, <laughs> yeah, for sure. But this, as far as just like, yeah, this is probably my favorite like Bat slash Bruce slash Ben minute, I would say. Because this is like, um, I, I like that you said like the warehousing is like the coolest Batman moment, but it's like the reason that so many people fall in love with Batman, I think, it might stem from moments like this in reality because it's like the reason that he's Batman is because he suffers as a person, right? Like he's just that kind of person. He's, he's constantly suffering and people relate to that a bit. And, uh, this is one of those moments where it's like, he's not here because he enjoys it. Well, maybe he does like he enjoys like fighting crime, but that's not what he's going to be able to do tonight. Like tonight he has to be Bruce Wayne and go to a party. Yeah. And I think all he is thinking about especially after having that nightmare with the the bat demon mm-hmm. like he's like i just want to put this suit on go out and start physically fighting crime and branding people and that would make me feel like i'm actually doing good out in the world that's just my thoughts yeah. but what no, are your that's, thoughts that's very true what are your thoughts on what what you think might be going on in his head at this moment take it away lance <laughs> Something that's really helped separate Batman versus Superman um, is not, not the movie, like the actual characters themselves. Is when Superman <laughs> is by himself 
hanging out, trying to figure something out. You know, his Fortress of Solitude, whether it's, we've seen it, you know, in the Arctic, we've seen it in the Amazon, we've seen it on the moon. We've seen all these really cool, exotic places that Superman goes when he needs to think. Mm-hmm. When Batman needs to think, he goes to a hole in the ground, essentially. And yeah. I, I think that helps set the tone for the character. And this is noted, you know, he goes somewhere where it's dark, and yeah, in this scene, he wants to put on that bat suit, which I have some notes I want to get to in a second about that. But he's <laughs> he's definitely you know brooding, and you brood mm-hmm. in the dark, like in a cave in a hole in the ground. Versus where Superman, all of his stuff has always been, like I said, exotic and bright. Even when yeah. the Fortress of Solitude, you know, all the crystals yeah. and everything, it, there's just all color everywhere, and yeah. the only color that we really see in the Batcave is the spray paint coming up later on. Hmm. It's a good point. Good, uh, good reference. Maybe there's, Hmm. Now you got me thinking <laughs> because it's, it's like the only color in the Batcave and it's from a character that's completely opposite it's of yellow. Yeah. Why isn't it green? Why does it? Well, have we ever asked that question? I've, this is the first time. Ha- I mean, it doesn't matter what color it is. Right? Yes, it does. Oh yeah. Maybe it does. I mean, you would think um, green or a bright red, even? Green green is... Well, you can't have red on red, right? Is it a red suit? It really stands we'll get, out are with we, Are we going to get there? Can Who we get knows? There? Maybe right. it is green and maybe... I'll ask the question when we color corrected it. Let's, let's take it in a linear sort of basis <laughs> here. So, I'm... I know everybody really... There was, I think, a huge dividing line when the suit was debuted. Um... I know some people in the past have said, like, oh, the ears are too tiny, oh, it's whatever, whatever. I think this is, like, the most fitting bat suit ever. Like, that furrowed brow, man. You like this bat suit in cinema more than any other bat suit? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I do, too. For sure. Well, I, uh... And I was a huge... I had a lot of action figures of, um the Batman Returns mm-hmm. line and like, you know, Keaton's, uh, yeah. I guess the, like the really rubber one. And I had like the, the 12 inch one that I always carried around with me. And I really liked that one on an action figure. <laughs> I, I'm a huge fan of this suit as well. Um, I thought that like he was always going to have white eyes in all his bat suits before the film came out. Yeah. Uh, and then when I realized that he didn't, I was, I think it was kind of like a nitpick for me. You don't uh, like that you can see his eyes? Well, I guess here's where I have problems with rumors and stuff. So, like, there was a rumor, and I guess it's true because obviously the armored bat suit has the white eyes. Yeah. It has, like, the, you know, the light-up eyes. Mm-hmm. And I thought that that was going to be in his actual suit as well, that he would have just, like, classic comic book white eyes. Yeah. Um. But I was wondering if, like, in the tactical suit for Justice League, if that was going to be a thing again where they were going to bring up white eyes. But I, I don't, I I don't see that in I'm, the trailers. I'm probably. But the, I mean, you'd think that would be kind of a cool effect to go with the goggles, right? Where it's like, oh, just make them white. Like, I mean, LEDs I'm, I'm sure kind of like, um, sense. like an animated series, you know? But uh, I guess we'll see. Um, yeah, even, I mean, Nolan. That was switched. a nitpick. Yeah, I'm, I don't feel that same way anymore, really, because I got over that. I mean, obviously, you have to show the actor's eyes or whatever. But at the time, I was like, oh, I thought his eyes were supposed to be whited out. Well, if you go back to like the Tim Burton and Joel Schumacher ones, you got to see Michael Keaton, Val Kilmer, and George Clooney's eyes all the time. Yeah. Yeah, I'm okay with it. 
I just thought, see, the rumors had me believing that this that was it. So like the, I mean, like you get it a lot in like comic books and stuff, and I know like like the main run usually has Batman with with mm-hmm. white on the things, but like Injustice doesn't. He's got his eyes showing. You're right. Yeah. He does. So it's a little bit different. There's it's kind of things. Some things you can always. And tell Arkham Games, them. he doesn't have whited out eyes. Yeah, you're right. Does he? No. No, he doesn't. You can see his eyes. Yeah. Huh. I wonder how much of a change that would be if they brought that to screen, like for the entire the entirety of the bat suit being on screen. It has white eyes. That I wonder would, how that would go over. That would be. I think that would be one of those things where it's um. Situation. You know how like they keep using the character, but the actor is no longer tied to it. So like if RDJ stopped playing Iron yeah. Man, and so like every time they showed Iron Man, it was mm-hmm. just the suit. Yeah. And like never no showed face or yeah they, they never like showed some sort of hologram his thing. face yeah then that would be what they would do with batman if ben affleck they would just have to like do if the it mouth. was such a minor role kind of like suicide squad except they did have close-ups but like for the joker bit in that movie where he like gets on the car and everything mm-hmm. like i don't really think that was ben affleck it was just a guy in a suit and like you didn't really see anything that showed you that that was ben affleck so i mean they could go that route yeah you remember in the um, sorry, go ahead, Lance. Oh, just real quick, I was gonna say, you know, as far as that goes, I think because um, I I did a thing on my show a while back talking about the the psychological effects of people not looking quite right, and I think that goes mm-hmm. with when you see a face and you don't see the eyes, it maybe and I know you know Batman wants to be this image of terror and strike fear into people, but. Mm-hmm. As an actor, he still has to portray emotions and things. And when you're uh, burdened down by this giant suit, you know, you can't be quite Mm -hmm. as animated as, well, animated Batman. And so I think if they covered his eyes, it would make him almost robotic and soulless. You know, you use the Iron Man reference. Well, since Iron Man is at this point pretty much 99.9% CG, they're able to do weird you know more movement than a human in that costume couldn't do and mm-hmm. i think if you covered up his eyes it would kind of make him soulless almost you know if yeah, you want to go that would. route he wouldn't be able to convey like what if he needed to, his eyes like widen for something surprise they wouldn't be able to like like in the cartoon yeah. you see like them get bigger but you also see the cowl like move as well yeah like, like the cow would move yeah like kind of like deadpool yeah 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 you would have to go. The um, I guess that's route. a that's a good reference. I don't know why we didn't bring that up. Yeah, like I guess good moment. But um, it's the first time it's been doing it. So. Like he's a and he's a protagonist. But I was saying like they would just do that if like Batman was like a super minor character, like in the background type. Yeah. Like if it's his own film, I guess you kind of have to show his eyes because mm-hmm. that's where you get a lot of. Again, this this whole film has like, you know, no dialogue, and it's because Ben Affleck's uh, his uh, skill at performing. Yeah, um, non-verbally. Yeah, that's what you know. That's what makes it so successful. So I guess you kind of have to. You have yes. to. You I mean, like he's getting into character yeah. at this point. Um, next to the, the bat Batman. suit, did you guys have any more? I didn't, I don't want to skip ahead, but did you guys have any more thoughts on Ben Affleck, or I'm sorry, Bruce Wayne staring at the bat suit? Well, um, this kind of bridges to what I think you're about to say. Um, the bat suit, you know, you, you mentioned the different designs of the bat suit, and we've seen short ears, tall ears, mm-hmm. blue background, yellow background, everything like that. Um, where are all his other bat suits? You know, here in a second, so, we see all the weaponry, 
Um, but where are all the other bat suits? That's Did my question. One? See, and is it Wait. is it modular? You know, because he has all these attach, just like he has his bat mm-hmm. belt. You know, is it a modular suit where he can add on add, add armor? Or, I, you know? Yeah, I think so. I think it's like this is just like really heavy Kevlar padding, and like you can just yeah, like you said, attach things onto it. Like that's always going to be the basis of him. Think about in Suicide Squad when he jumped in the water he wasn't wearing like a scuba suit like the toy had he <laughs> scuba, was wearing, scuba batman yeah. with like the it has like the air tank attached yeah. to it and like it has instead of wings or instead of the cape it has like propellers or yeah, something man. on it it wasn't like that he just had like a breather but like took the cape off no i think he still had the cape when he went when he dived in the water i don't think so uh, i guess we'll have to save it until we yeah, find out <laughs> whatever don't don't bring it up. Anybody um, listening, don't bring it up. But like in in the in the later part of this film where he's wearing the armored Batman suit, I don't know if this suit is underneath it. Because once that helmet breaks, I don't think the you cowl is. His, you see his face. Yeah, I think the the suit is, but I don't think the cowl is. Um, because then he gets like right into once once like it happens, like he does his disappearing act, and then he's jumping into the plane. I think he's because. Full suited. And I'm looking at it now, but I, I think it's because the cow's attached to the cape. So that's probably why he's not wearing the cow when he's wearing the armored suit. But he's still wearing the yeah. the Kevlar mm-hmm. mesh suit, is what I'm calling it. Yeah. The baseline. Like, he's wearing that. Well. Because he can, that can Later fit on, he takes the cowl off and the cape is still on his shoulders. Um, but the tactical suit, that's something that we're going to have to answer later. Like when we see Justice League, like how is that? And maybe it'll show that he's adding those attachments onto it. You know, that'd be dope. Um, and then, or maybe it'll explain that he has multiple suits, and they'll show where he's been keeping them. Because I mean, um, there's a big blank like wall he, right there. You know, that there's room for there to be stuff behind there. Uh, could be. In, you think that's there. a conveyor belt? Um, maybe, or maybe like he steps in it, and it, I'm thinking it's almost like a dark room. You know, he steps in there and it spins around, and there's this closet of bat suits everywhere, like in the Lego Batman movie where there's just racks of oh, different yeah. suits. I don't know. That's probably not the case, but you know, I I think of in the comics where you know you see his garage and there's 20 different Batmobiles and yeah, the the toy lines, you know, which is a bad reference to have because they just make them to <laughs> sell, but. You know, there's Arctic Batman and underwater Batman and mountain climbing Batman and all the different, you know, birthday at Chuck E. Cheese Batman, whatever it may be. You know, he has a suit for every oh, occasion. Where's that one? I want that uh, one. It was, uh-huh. That's a chase figure. Yeah, it was a Comic Con exclusive. Yeah, there you go. I think it's safe to say that it's a modular suit because the next suit that we see in the film or in this minute is the only one of its kind, I think. Which might lead to some more questions, but that one too would have to be modular because then it's not like he's unless. So like, if they needed to like have like the jetpacks on, like you can need to add the had to had to add have to add the jetpack accessories. <laughs> yeah, you have to add it on. And like, old um, Robin can't be having a jetpack accessory. Unless he, he think, has to have one. Unless so, let's go with this dark room theory. So unless the other Robin suits are behind that bat suit. That's just bad memories written all over it. So, like, unless he purposely was like, no, this one needs to go on display for me. I mean, why would he keep the worst memory, though? Because that's the suit he died. Because that's bad. To remind him of the failure, man. 
It's yeah, the whole point, the point of, it. of it. I mean, in all the other iterations, you know, he has that little wall of suits that uh, Arrow kind of stole from, where mm-hmm. he has the mannequins for everyone, dead or alive, uh, which you've seen, you know, numerous people come in and steal the Robin suit or the Batman suit. And mm-hmm. and so then you, I guess it's safe to say there's no Bat family outside of Robin, if he only has the Robin outfit there. Yeah, I would. I my theory is that that's a, that's the only bat suit and that's the only Robin suit at this moment. But no other bat family members. No other. I think there's only been one Robin, mm-hmm. um, and that was it. So which Robin was it? I have no idea. But I will say that I'm in love with this suit. This Robin suit, even the bat. Well, like. I don't know. I don't know what it is, but like this Batman suit and the Robin suit, it's the texture of the uniform itself. The kind of, I don't even know. It's like, I guess you said Kevlar, but there's some, whatever. Like hard the cross like, hatching or whatever. Yeah, whatever. Uh, yeah, it's a, it, it seems thick. But Are we th- talking about the Robin suit now? I was, I'm talking about the Robin suit okay, now. Okay, hang on. Let me go to it. Yeah. The belt the the gloves they just it just looks really cool yeah um this was the i swear to god that guys this is the first time i have ever noticed the r on the chest in on that suit never noticed because it. it's spray painted i don't know i just never really paid attention like i always oh, i guess i felt felt oh i guess it was obviously it's robin never felt the need to look for the symbol which seems really silly <laughs> but this is the first time i'm seeing that r it helps confirm it. I like the way it looks. Clearly. I, I always like the w- different way people design the R. Kind of like there's different ways that people design bat symbols. Yeah. And uh, I'm, this bat symbol in this film isn't my all-time favorite, but... It fits. This R symbol I can get down with. It looks pretty cool. It's pretty sharp. Mm-hmm. I'm looking at the, the Robin outfit now, and it's almost like the animated series one where... He wears like leggings or tights underneath. It's not one piece, which I never noticed. I just thought it was legs. But I'm looking at a pretty high quality picture, I guess, better than I've seen before. And you can see the cape, like where his thighs and knees and shins should be. It's empty. Yeah, if uh, there's a high res photo you can get of like the Robin suit and like from the Warner Brothers exhibit, mm-hmm. and so like his suit is pretty much have you ever seen like a mma fighters outfit where it's almost like they're wearing like extremely short kind of like kickboxing shorts yeah and then they have like like kind of like it almost looks like he's just wearing under armor kind of clothing and that's like so like this robin's outfit it cuts like extremely short it's a tunic kind of but it's it's both the shirt and pants it's a tunic. I feel like the tunic. collar on his cape is really high, though, too. A tunic, a tunic is, is like what Link wears. wears. Yeah, yeah, but it doesn't, doesn't include, include the pants. pants. No, but no, he, he wears, wears tights, tights under it. it. Sometimes. Sometimes. Okay. okay. Um, um, it, like, it, like, it covers all the way down, like, a little bit past on your thighs. Yeah. I know for, like, my little Robin cosplay that I have, it's, like, the Damien Wayne one. It's, like, more of a vest, but it's longer than a vest. It's a vest, but it, like... It goes, it goes a, a little, little bit past, past my, my, yeah, my, my uh, frontal, frontal area. area. 
but, but like, like this is like the shirt and pants are like one thing, thing. and he, he just puts that on. on so, so like this robin is like all leg when he fights all leg yeah what do you mean he's got shorty shorts on yeah yeah just really end right there then it's like all leg is exposed and then from the knee down the knee, the knee down, down is like, like he has, has like tall boots that have, have like armor plating that goes, goes up to the knee, and then, and then so like his, his whole thigh, thigh is exposed. You're kidding? No, yeah, no, yeah that's, that's what no Robin looks like. like. No, like there's no padding, there's no padding or covering where his thighs are. Like that's why I was saying like it's like an MMA fighter. It's like his shorts cut right. Do you have a picture of it? You'd have to go. I'll show you one later. All right. People wonder why he why he why he got killed. I mean, he's not wearing anything. It's easy to yeah, yeah but the, there are the bullet holes though that you can yeah, see i bullet or stabs i don't know what they are i assume they're bullets there's a couple of like on the they shoulders look like that bullets. look kind of stabby yeah and then the one yeah the one under the e or next to the s on jokes is like right there it's probably got to be stab marks right i mean that's kind of like the joker trademark isn't it if he's stabbing him yeah i mean or he would just, just shoot him, shoot him. I mean, with he's a crowbar. joker have a really nice gun in suicide squad the oh yeah duh, that yeah that joker does actually use guns instead mm-hmm. of knives um everyone in this universe uses guns yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's how it is except it's robin um, though i mean his staff his bow staff is pretty sweet though that he has that's what that was gonna be my defense for like his his lack of coverage on his legs is like, listen, if that Robin goes into battle with that staff, which doesn't even look like a regular bow staff, it's not like Ray uh, Ray's staff from like The Force Awakens, where it's just like a single long cylinder. Like this thing has like some medieval torture devices on both ends of it. It's like it like splits out into like a tripod at one end, and then the other is like. Not a scythe, but like it gets pretty. It has like a like a meat hook type end to it, so it's like if you stab someone with that, they're not going to be able to like really do anything about it. <laughs> well, uh, so he put up the the costume that's damaged has has real life battle damage on it. Is mm-hmm. that the? I mean. I guess what I'm trying to say is that staff like intact or has it been broken off and so it just looks pointy because it's been shattered or broken or cracked or in various places. It would have been cool to know if like he used that staff to like and forged it with that kryptonite. So like the staff that he uses mm-hmm. later in the movie is from this one is like Robin's staff. That'd be cool. And like and that was like his way of kind of seeking revenge. You know what I, I was think thinking? it's still intact. I was thinking you're bringing up the whole MMA fighter thing. Yeah, we saw this Bruce like in an underground thing. Yeah, talking to the MMA fighter. What if like that's like how the Robin story is? He just picked them off of there, or like maybe he trained with them. And like, why did he know the one MMA fighter? Did he know him personally? Remember there was the whole rumors about him being Batwing or whatever? Mm-hmm. Like, what if it's just, like, so, the same kind of same kind of deal? Maybe, like, let's say this is Jason Todd, and maybe Jason Todd was, like, a kid off the streets who was into, like, fight clubs and whatnot. Yeah. Just, it like, hustling be. people out of money. Yeah, it could be. I think that would fit into this universe, and I think that seems more relevant today than... <laughs> some kid who's able to what, steal, steal the, the wheels, wheels off a of Batmobile. Yeah. yeah, I think that's a little. That's a that's a funny origin story, and so I don't think that translates very well. 
Like, how's a kid? It's just not that big of a deal anymore. Like, if you're gonna like introduce him, you don't be like, "Hey, man, I just took the wheels off your car." Like, it, no, no way. It would just be the biggest plot be a hole fun because thing it's like out of all in. the things that Batman has to worry about, is the wheels. Is a kid of, stealing yeah. the wheel? Like, that's the one thing he like the one flaw in his designs. Yeah. is that. So I think the MMA fighter thing that would work really well. Mm-hmm. And so like, he would just be like, "Yo, let's take your anger and let's put it out on the streets." but under my control. Yeah. And so like that's how the that's how Robin was born. We're going to write this story if it doesn't exist, but hopefully they talk about it one day. As yeah. far as I'm concerned, that that's canon. No, that's that is Robin's origin story. Or, or, sorry, origin story in the Snyderverse is he was a orphaned MMA fighter and Batman took him under his wings. We'll write him a letter. Yo, hey, yo, Zach. Read it's a cosplay I'm cur- currently working on. It's this one. Are you? Yeah. But you're gonna have it ready by this Halloween? Nope, not oh, happening. Well, that's a bummer. <laughs> I have to wait till I'm trying to go to San Diego next year. Um, but yeah, I think that's it for Robin. You know, in Suicide Squad, they when they're doing the whole bit with Harley Quinn, uh, and I, I'll have to double check it, but I think they mentioned that she's the one that killed him. And like when the, Amanda Waller's doing like the backstory bit for her. There's a and there's like some text that like comes over like I don't know there's there's doing like a animated like profiling of the character yeah. and there's some text that shows up saying something about Robin being killed by her and the Joker and I think it's implied that she's the one who did it but I'm not sure I'd have to double check that but I know there's there's a relation between the two characters in Suicide Squad so we'll have to double check that one which would be would be pretty cool. Um, but yeah. Oh, what the? Out of toner again? Oh, Lois Lane is going to kill me. Hey, does anyone know where we keep the toner cartridges? Of course. Everyone knows we keep the toner cartridges in the supply closet. The only problem is we're completely out. I just checked. Completely out? But I got to get these articles printed and on Perry's desk by Monday the latest. Well, you could go to Amazon.tooldmedia.com and buy the toner from there. They definitely get here before Monday. Amazo who? Amazon.tooldmedia.com. You can find almost anything on there, and it'll get here faster than a speeding bullet. And a fraction of what you pay for goes to helping out some podcast called DC Cinematic Minute. Well, that's awesome. I'm all about helping others, as you know. <laughs> all right, so Amazon.tooldmedia.com. Well, I better get to it before Superman stirs up another headline. Um, and then we see him walking up the steps here and into the shower. <laughs> Bat butt. Um, mm-hmm. This is cool. To, um, this is cool. That's weird to say. But this scene, I think, is important because, you know, you always have in movies, and I think we've talked about it before or off mic or something, where, you know, you you have the big suit-up scene where they put on their belt and their cowl and boots and everything. Um, I think mm-hmm. this is him very much suiting up to be Bruce Wayne. You know, he's washing the bat away, and the bat and the bat away, I guess. And this there is him. <laughs> like I said, his costume, like we keep talking about, that Bruce Wayne is the costume and Batman is who he is. And this is him putting on that costume. And it, it means getting presentable and not smelling bad and doing your hair and putting on deodorant and that's 
that's the suit that he has to wear. You think like, I agree. You think this is like the Bruce Wayne is like a persona, right? Oh yeah, for are sure. We, are we all on that. Yeah, boat? we're on the same page. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I definitely agree. It, it's um, and we saw it earlier in this film with another character, um, and maybe that's a running thing in this film is like the the two characters like Lois Lane was doing it too, where it's like when you're that traumatized by something and sometimes you just need to wash things off physically. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he just got over that nightmare. And uh, in my opinion, the nightmare was the bat itself within him telling him that he's messing up as a person. He needs to go out and be the Batman. Yeah. But better. <laughs> and um, instead it, it seemed like he just went out and partied like Bruce Wayne style, yeah. which is weird for this guy to do because that's not who you are. And um, so that's like, to me is like, he's just gotten through staring at the bat suit, staring at the Robin suit. Then he's jumping in the shower and he literally has to um, wash away kind of like the mistakes that he's been making. Yeah. And he's like, all right, I'm going to be Bruce Wayne tonight. And I'm gonna do it right because I have to. I have to do things right, but like, it's gotta play by the rules. Well, random question. Um, so if he, you know, we talked about the the Bruce Wayne outfit, is making yourself presentable, when yeah. he's obviously not really been Bruce Wayne for a while, or as much as he is, you know, in earlier stories or in other versions of the story. You know, yeah, I definitely get the vibe that he's. When he is out, he is Batman. Very rarely is he Bruce Wayne, where, as opposed to, you know, um, Bell or Keaton or any of them, where it was kind of a 50-50 balance. Even the animated series, you know, we saw a lot of Bruce Wayne. I, I really get the feel that he spends most of his time as Batman. So how often does he shower as Batman? I see him just, like, getting dirty mm-hmm. and grungy and just fighting the fight for days on end until Alfred's like, hey, dude, you smell bad. Take a shower. I think, I think that's I think that's Alfred's role. I mean, and it's like his job has like doubled since he became Batman. It's like not only do I have to take care of you as like a butler, but I have to take care of you as like just like almost like a a doctor that lives with him. He's like I have to make sure you're taking your breakfast, which is really just like a handful of pills that are like your vitamins and like things that help you get better, you know, every time you go out and fight crime and stuff like that and have to make sure you drink, um, get, like, your your daily fluid intake and, like, make sure you go shower, make sure you're, like... And it's, like, that is Alfred's role, in my opinion. He's, like, yo, <laughs> go take a shower or, like, go take a nap because you... Take care like, of yourself. Because if he's not there, um, I think, yeah, that goes back to that quote where it's, like, Alfred says about... Bruce Wayne always trying to kill himself. You know, he yeah. said that earlier in the film. Um, for lo- without lack of trying. Yeah, it's like he would die. Dying young without a lack of trying. Yeah, exactly. Um, and yeah, so yeah, maybe you're right. Maybe Alfred is like, yo, dude, <laughs> stop being Batman 24-7. Go take a shower. <laughs> yeah, he probably has to. I mean, he's always, you know, he's even in this film, he talks about, you know, the next generation of Waynes and oh hey maybe you find a nice lady or things like that so yeah I mean I I see him playing that butler nanny doctor father 
role. He, Alfred, yeah, I, I think Alfred is just in recent years starting to get the credit and appreciation that he should. And it's with yeah. great yeah. actors oh, yeah. like this, you know, that he's, oh, he's not just answering the phone and bringing him food. He's actually doing stuff. And yeah, um, I think both Michael Michael Caine and Sean Pertry, Pertry? I don't know, on Gotham, you know, uh, kind of helped mm. with Jeremy Irons, oh, yeah. you know, showing that, hey, Alfred's kind of a cool dude and, and can hold his own and, yeah. He's not the yeah, weak it. butler we've always seen over the last 60 <laughs> years. They, like, good writers show, like, how necessary that character is and bad writers include him just because they feel like they have to. So, yeah. And, like, it's like if Batman doesn't have Alfred, it's a failed character or like extremely flawed character. So like people know how if they know how to write Batman, they know how to write Alfred. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what it is. Um, so, yeah. And then like I think during this shower scene, he also has like a, a moment of pause, which is, again, going back to the whole nonverbal uh, awesomeness of this minute is like there's a close-up on him and he's looking know, back yeah he takes what are you looking back at the suit no he's not looking back at the suit i don't think you think the shower's directly across in the suit i think the shower's up in the Could house be. it's up in the house there, there's no there's no, no shower, shower in the back cave? there's no bathing in the back cave you don't, you don't know, know that, that. <laughs> i don't i thought this was in the bat cave i'm gonna be completely honest yeah i mean why would you have a shower in the bat cave i don't know <laughs> if you have company I guess, like, maybe you get in a top like, house and it, you gotta be presentable when you get yeah. back maybe i don't know now if you're, like, that, if you're now fighting that you guys clayface, say it it sounds like, extremely stupid well but... no i get it like you're fighting clayface you get back home you get jump out of the batmobile and you're just all gross and stuff you want to just tear them off and get right in the shower right there instead of having to walk all the way upstairs track clayface in the house Alfred gets pissed. And then he Something got to me sounds like having a shower in the back cave would be like kind of like a necessity. Yeah. But now it sounds kind of dumb me thinking that this is in the back cave and not just in his house. Like this is probably in his house. Like this is but probably there in his might ha- be a shower. But there probably the should cave. be a shower in the back cave, is what I'm thinking. I don't think the shower in the back cave is this nice. I bet it's like a, a swimming pool shower, you know, where you just pull the cord and it rains down on you. I, oh, so. yeah. Or like a... Like in a laboratory. In science class, yeah. Or like a... It doesn't, like fire departments have showers and stuff. Like after, how, how often do you go into fire departments? Everyone takes a tour of a fire department at one point in their I, life, right? My, my dad was a firefighter. I can tell you. like that. It's very dorm style there. Like you... M- 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 well, every firehouse I've been into, you go in and they have all the beds but everyone has like their own cubby it's not as open as a dorm you know you have wall a wall separating you from the person next to you and on that wall is your closet and stuff and then oh it's like army barracks yeah yeah and then at the end of the hallway there's the bathroom with you know toilets and urinals and then big sink usually three or four sinks there and then the shower is a very locker room style shower where there you go there's There's a shower There are no showers at Firehouse Subs, though. I checked. Mm. (laughs) I'm meaning to go confirm that Um, later. (laughs) um, 
so yeah, after that, uh, he uh, he gets into the Bruce Wayne persona, and instead of the Batmobile, he he's got a Bruce mobile. He's got a Bruce mobile. It's a uh, 1957 Aston Martin. Old James which is like a, Bond. Yeah, I was like, a, this is this a James Bond kind of car, right? Which had to be intentional, you know. I mean, nothing in the movie is accidental. So, out of all the, you know, they could have done like a Bentley or a Rolls or anything, and they're like, no, we're gonna put a James Bond car in here. I wonder if he was, if he was like, yo, this is like, Roger Moore actually drove this. Can we look that up? Is this a new Ashton Martin or is it an old one? Was this car used in a James Bond movie? What do you mean new? Because it's a 1957. You said 1957? I don't know. Wait, what wait. Do you mean new? Exactly what I mean. New. Yeah, I was questioning the year. No. Oh, okay. Well, I didn't know. New. I didn't know if you meant like this car was actually used in another film. That's or what I'm saying. If this right now. car is the first time that this car is being put on film. That's what I thought you were asking. That could I could ask both, but let's <laughs> go with the first one. Um, I I think since it's Warner Brothers, it's been. Wait. No, that's the second question I'm, you're answering. The first one, was this car ever used in a James Bond movie? And I'm going to say no. Do you know Wait. that? Look at, I, my computer died. I can't look it up. No, I think it's a no. Because this car is green. James Bond is um, always black. Which, why is it green? And not, I mean, oh, wow. So, green is the color of the Joker. You, why would he have a, a Joker color car and not black mm. or really, really dark blue or anything like that? I feel like maybe to further separate himself. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, maybe. I don't know why. You can never really tell it looks green. The whole time I thought it was black until I looked up the car, and then they're like, "Yeah, this is a green Aston Martin." And then I was like, "Why is it green? Is it maybe because the way it would show up on camera would be black? So maybe they did that." Sometimes people do that. If they were like shooting in a particular lens for that scene, and like yeah, if they and had a like, black car and it looked come too out black, black or something, like yeah, like in Wonder Woman, all the smoke in the film mm-hmm. is blue, like yeah, the color blue. But the filter over the camera makes it look white. Makes it look smoky black. Smoky black. Yeah. So maybe they did the same thing with this car, where they're like, "Oh, let's have it green because when it comes out in the film, it's gonna look black." Maybe. And I mean, they don't. They don't, they don't look, sorry. Go ahead. No, that was it for me. <laughs> it's it's a car. I mean, they've been doing that forever. Like, if you go back and you look at on-set pictures of the Munsters or Adams Family, like, they were shot in black and white, even though color television was around. And everything mm-hmm. is, like, bright purples and yellows and blues because of that reason. And so there's some really cool pictures that you can find of crazy colors on these, quote-unquote... I mean, they weren't scary shows, but I guess kind of horror type shows so but the black, black and white shows yeah i watched i mean i used to watch that shit out of some of the monsters sorry for <laughs> cursing but no it's a good show yeah um could you see ben affleck as james bond i mean he's american but no he's... No, no because he's no yeah i'm the biggest he's... ben affleck fan in the world and i can i can root for him in almost any role but he just i don't he doesn't have he 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 may be smooth, but he's not suave, if that makes mm-hmm. sense. Like, the James Bonds are always, I don't know, they're just something different about James Bond. And Here's, here's a better question. Could you see him in the Bourne series replacing Matt Damon? Oh, that's... Yeah. If he was struggling no. for a paycheck, I could. 
but yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Like that's like no, he wouldn't. That's I just meant not like back fun. then, like instead of casting, not like right now, like oh let's reboot the series but have Ben Affleck. I'm saying like back then in the day, that would have been like Daredevil era Ben Affleck, which is a great movie. Um, I think, and not just because my bias toward Ben, I think Ben between the two is the actual better actor, but Matt Damon's the better star. Like, he's better at the big action blockbuster, hey, look at me type movies, and Ben Affleck's better at the subtle performances. So this goes back to showing, you know, you have to show his eyes because he's going to communicate so much through there. And he's, (laughs) I mean, he can be crazy and wacky, Kevin Smith style, which we'll talk about later on in the week. But, yeah, I I don't see (laughs) Ben Affleck being an action I know he's Batman, but when I say an action hero, you know, somebody who's yeah, yeah, yeah. just going around punching people. He's more intimidating, and that's why it fits better as Batman. James Bond isn't really, like, I mean, like, he can be intimidating, but not, like, at first. Yeah, he's after like, the like, fact. James Bond, he's cool. He's gonna, he's in the suit, you know, he's he's just cool, he's suave. You're saying Ben Affleck shines with, like, actual dialogue. Yes. And, like, like, interaction. That and nonverbal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's more intimidating than the James Bonds that I've seen. Cool. So that's why he fits as Batman, because yeah. I'm scared no, of him. No, you're right. I'm just scared of him. <laughs> that works for me. Um, as the Aston Martin drives by, it passes uh, the Wayne Manor, which I think we only saw in the nightmare scene. And in the nightmare scene, I think it was... Oh, I'm sorry. It's not the nightmare scene. It's one of his nightmares, the the bat demon one. Yeah. And in that one, we saw that the Wayne Manor was broken. Mm-hmm. And I think this confirms that, no, that actually looks like that. It's yeah. not just like in his dream, like Wayne Manor isn't all shiny still and robust like it is in the Dark Knight trilogy. Like here it oh, is, like it's actually one. broken and, and crumbled. The end of the one. They, re- they rebuilt it in that one. Yeah, it's still broken. See, they I rebuilt it. I have a big they problem with that. I have a big problem with that because I know Batman is very self torturing and, you know, monument to all of his sins and mistakes and everything. But, you know, that's when he has the Robin suit. But I feel like Wayne Manor <laughs> is more than more than Batman, more than Bruce, you know, that's the Wayne family. He wouldn't let Wayne Industries run itself into the ground, and so I feel like he would keep the house up. I, I know that's just a little minor thing, and you know, it's just a second or two in the film, but I feel like Wayne Manor would be still in, even if it was covered in vines or something, I would be okay with it. You know, like, oh yeah, it's run down, but or it's not. something else turn it into an orphanage or something, right? Now you're just going back to... Dark oh, yeah, they you do just, that in the Dark keep, Knight, yeah, too. Yeah, just keep on but, like, that's, but, I mean, that, that's something that they could do. I mean, I guess because they did it, that's a great example, right? But uh, he also, with the same thing with the Robin suit, it's like he could have cleaned it, he could have cleaned the paint off of it and put it on a pedestal still, but, like, showing the greatness of what that Robin was before he died. And you could do that with the mansion as well, showing, like, what it could be but since it's like a broken batman it's a little bit different right so like i guess alfred would would have wanted it like this alfred in this universe he was probably like i'm kind of upset that you let this place go downhill and everything but like the way oh i'm really passionate about this burned down house (laughs) (laughs) 
No, no, go, go for, for it. it. <laughs> but see, so Robin got killed. You know, Robin died. So I understand mm. that he would have had to let the, something happen to the house. You know, and if that's a story that we see down the road, okay, you know, uh, Mister Freeze or the Riddler figured out who he was and burned down Wayne Manor. Okay, I don't see that happening. But okay, it. But it's literally he just ignored it and focused on being the bat or that's what I get off of it is that he focused so much on being the bat that he just let the house run itself down or like uh, in the court of vows where they like ransack his whole Wayne Manor because they found out that it's it's Bruce Wayne but yeah you're right it is because you know it's like because of this Batman the way he is right now and it, it's kind of like the suit as well it's like um so what does Wayne Manor represent it's like his parents right or whatever yeah. And so, like, in this film, like, his parents get gunned down in an alley. And I think that's what it is with this house. It's, like, uh, the Wayne Manor represents his parents. Like, and this is the way that he sees his parents. Um, Where it's, like, yeah, they were rich people. Yeah, they, they had great influence on the city. But it's, like, what they really were in life were just two people who get gunned down in an alley. Like, that's it. It's it's so like to him the way that this manor looks right now is honesty. Like this is yeah. truth in his opinion. Like his parents weren't great people. They were just two uh <laughs> two just what just organisms that just died out there. Like and it's so depressing that that happened to him that he's like that's it like what does it say like in the film like my parents died in the gutter like that was like their greatest yeah. thing in life or uh no i bet you, I bet you your parents taught you that you meant, you meant something. something yeah or you you're mean something it's like my parents taught purpose. me that, yeah that you're nothing you just die in a gutter and that's like dying that's in a gutter. Life. yeah the world doesn't make sense unless you force it to make yeah. sense. yeah so it's like that's what it is like if he was shaping up this manner to look all pretty and pristine He'd be lying to himself about, like, the reality of human beings. And to him, like, this is humanity. Um, This is its true face and form. And so he lets it decompose because that's what his legacy is. It's just rubble. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, So I think that's what he's doing here. So he became Batman, like, we've seen every iteration, you know. It's in to avenge his parents, you know, to get justice... And it's all because of his parents. So are you saying like he channeled it all into the bat persona here in this universe then? It could be, you know, I think Nate's one of these people, but like there are people who are like, oh, that night that his parents got killed, like Bruce Wayne died too. Oh yeah. And so I don't mean to like say stuff for you, Nate, but I think you said like, like, and maybe like this house is it. Like that's that, if that, manner not only represents his family but like him himself as bruce wayne that thing's dead and rotting Mm -hmm. and uh you know the bat cave is you know the bat cave is clean it's high tech it's got everything going and everything he needs he keeps working on it he's like he's always in there all the time like that's him you know Mm -hmm. that right there that's not him so of course he's not going to take care of it I don't disagree with that. I, <laughs> I don't know that I agree with that, but I don't disagree with that. I think that's a, a really solid theory. It's not, uh, but it, again, like, because you're also right, because that's how Batman should be. 
but this Batman right here in this moment isn't being the best that he can be. Mm-hmm. And I think maybe in the next film, maybe he starts taking care of it, you know, like he should be. But wouldn't Alfred take care of it? I think he told Alfred not to. Yeah, I think they're on the same page when it comes to how much the bat has taken over both their lives. Because obviously he's Alfred's not okay with it. Uh, he says it in the film at some point, or he has said it. Like he's not okay with the way things are right now, but he does what his master tells him to. Oh, so. it's not like that. It is like that. Otherwise, no, he would go out. He could walk out. He's an able he walked out. That Alfred is an able-bodied man, and if he wanted to, he would have kept that house up. But he also hasn't. So he didn't do it because Bruce told him to do it. He probably did it, probably because he feels the same way at some point on some level. You think? It's a different world. It's not the same Alfred that we're going to see as well, but it's still an Alfred that could keep this whack job Batman grounded. So, I mean, if he's like, hey, man, I'm not going to keep up with this house anymore. It's not, there's no point to it. It was my parents' legacy. My legacy is what you and I are creating. Alfred's probably like, yeah, you're right. Okay. Yeah. 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 Fair enough. <laughs> yeah, like I said, I can't disagree with any of these, so I'm just like, yeah, that's, I, I see that. It's it's weird because it's like it, it is such a, like, because these characters are already so developed and like on a new path mm-hmm. than what we're used to seeing, that it's okay to see these kind of liberties being taken. And I think that's what's so cool about this film is that you get to see what 20 years of Batman is yeah. like, and you get that whole kind of dark knight returns but for the worst kind of thing yeah and i I like seeing that and it's a breath of fresh air to see this kind of storyline as opposed to already seeing just classic batman in the mix you know and it's i think it'll be more deserving when those characters finally start acting like the classic superheroes like if that happens it'll feel a little more deserved than us walking in to see Batman v Superman and expecting them to be classic yeah, characters. For sure. I think... we got to see a build-up, man. Yeah. and I, I th- Character development. Which is a shame for us to, like... It's shameful for us as an audience to go in there and expect that. Like, they have to kind of earn it. Yep. And they do that with the Avenger films as well. Like, Iron Man wasn't fully Iron Man until, like, his film. Like, they had to, like make that character something does that make sense or am i just rambling at this point (laughs) no yeah i mean i i agree with you uh, on that is this i think a a big uh, overall arc of the dc eu is redemption and whereas marvel you know it's, it's no secret and it's all over the internet that marvel is shiny and sparkly and quote unquote happy all the time i mean it's it's not but is on face value, you know, Marvel's a lot shinier, and that these these DC characters who have been around longer in real life and in the movie, because you know this Batman's been operating for a, a good while here, that they've gone through that, and now they're trying to rediscover that. So yeah, like you said, it is their their arc, their character journey to get back either what they've lost. Or what they've thrown away, or what has been taken from them, 
whether it be the Robin, this the house, the you know, in other movies or as we see later on, you know, things actually taken from them. And I think mm-hmm. that's you know, that's one like you said, it would be more rewarding because it's like, hey, I know who this is supposed to be, but this is kind of interesting to see who this person is when they're not, you know, when they're trying to be what we know them to be. Yeah, absolutely. I think that the Robin thing is the one thing that I probably won't let go because, like, I don't want that to just be something that we understand and that they never touch on again. Like, I think that might be the one Easter egg where me personally, I'm like, you "You guys better explain this because I want to see some Robin kicking some ass. Um, But that's all I had for uh, this minute. I know it starts the gala a little bit, but Mm -hmm. he just arrives at the party. I don't know if you guys want to. No, we'll do it tomorrow. Wait for tomorrow? Yeah. All right, cool. All righty, guys. We're going to go ahead and wrap up for today. If you enjoyed everything you heard, you can find us on all social media at DCU Minute. And toolmedia.com has all our other shows like Austin Powers Minute and Tarantino Minute. And you can find us at the Facebook group, the DC Cinematic Minute Listener Society, where you can join us, Lance, and other guests and other listeners to talk about the minutes at hand. And we also have a Patreon. For $5 a month, you get bonus episodes, three that two come weekly and one every other uh, every first Saturday of the month. And so yeah, definitely check those out and we'll check you guys out tomorrow here on DC Cinematic Minute.